This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. Um, all right. Well, I guess, should we, should we start? Should we start this? I, I don't. Why? Start what? I don't even know how to start this episode. I don't even hey. know. Okay. Hey, good listeners. I, I don't like calling them. Why did we start calling our listeners? Good listeners. I feel like I'm leading church. Hey, good listeners. Or sound, anyway, it doesn't matter. I like it. Hey, what's up? Good listeners. Thanks for coming back. What's up? Stargate SG Fun, a Stargate comfort podcast. My name is Sarah. I still haven't finished season 10. I that's I that's weird. And I'm that's just where I'm at. I'm one of the hosts. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Tori, and I'm uh, watching these episodes one at a time for this podcast. And yes, we started this in the pandemic to comfort ourselves, and uh the pandemic's still going on, so it still counts. Yeah. Pandemic so, just got worse again. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the most <laughs> pandemic we've had. So, yeah. So yeah, here here we are. And uh, in case for sorry for reference, it's January January third. Oh yeah, yeah. Happy twenty twenty two, Sarah. Yeah, happy. Don't let twenty twenty two hear you say that. Happy twenty twenty two. It's not listening. It's fine. <laughs> just say, hey. I think 2022 is going to be my year. Shh. <laughs> it's going to be my year. Well, um, well, yeah. So today, uh, we get, we got a special episode. Oh, um, <laughs> it is a special. I have so I have, I have pages of notes that let you know, this is a special one. You know, what's fun. You know, what's funny is I, I have like, I have some notes, but not that many because I honestly didn't know what to write. So this is good. This is sort of sort of like a flipped episode. This is gonna be awesome. Yeah. Except as as you know, per the usual, all my notes are like comments on what's happening instead of what is happening. But I th- I think we'll get through it. We'll get through. We'll get through it. Uh, all right. Well, this episode is season two, episode thirteen, spirits. It's spooky. Just kidding. Not that kind of spirits. Not. To- <laughs> Uh, directed by Martin Wood and written by Tor Alexander Valenza. I feel like I want to say Martin Wood direct this shitty episode. Yeah, Spirits. Yeah, I don't Spirits. know. I don't know if that's a great title for this episode. You know what? I have other titles. Do you have other titles? Oh, yeah. I got titles like taken directly from your text to me today. This fucking episode. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. I've got, hey, is that Chicote in the background? I've got O'Neill sniffs his hands too much. Oh, oh. a little off topic. <laughs> and I've got white saviorism. Thank the sky God for it. My alt titles. My first one was Nope. <laughs> That's the best one. My second one was Nope, Nope, Nope. <laughs> my third one was uh, Where's my 5,000 foot pole? parentheses, or other items to accurately gauge how far away I should be before touching this episode. 
And my fourth is, who's content with just one vagina on their face? <laughs> oh my God. My, my final one is, I wouldn't touch this episode with Tori's pole. 10 foot pole. <laughs> that f- <laughs> 5,000 foot pole. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, God, I said, all right, okay, yeah, all right, Sarah, you uh, you got you got 24 seconds to summarize. Nope, 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 before the mountain blows up, or gets okay. or gets teleported away, wrist style by vagina faces. Okay, are you ready? Uh, am I ready? Doesn't matter. Yeah, go. Um. Derisive Daniel is a super dick in this episode, which is no surprise. And I wouldn't touch the plot line of this episode with Tori's 10 foot pole. The end. <laughs> Amazing. Done. It's done. <laughs> so this one is about, um, here's what it's about, everybody. They're, <laughs> There we open up and they're looking, they think they're looking at raw Naquita, but they're looking at something that's actually, it turns into Naquita, but it's kind of funny because O'Neill handles it and then passes it on to Teal, but sniffs his hands. When my hands smell like after I touched that. I, I did like, notice that. <laughs> and then, and then as they're saying, you know, how Naquita is like the strongest substance in the whole universe, Teal'c is like crushing the sample for some reason. And you're like, wow, Teal'c is stronger than we thought. It looks like but chalky then, rock. Right. But then they say, oh, this isn't actually an aquita. This is a very brittle raw material. Yeah, it's yeah. an aquita, right? Uh, Am well, I confused? Oh, well, uh, no. Is it, it unobtainium? It's called, I, it's called trinium. Oh, trinium. Yeah. God, there's more than one fake substance on this show. Oh, there's several. Uh, I'm going to write that down. Trinium. Because I thought Naquita was wrong. Or also Key, K-E as well. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry, Tori. I only speak colonial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I only speak the language of my people, the colonizers. <laughs> so we'll call it Trinium. Thanks. Yeah, but yeah. And Tilka's like just breaking it by looking at it hard. Who is it? Daddy? He's like, he's like, yeah, well, this is raw. It hasn't been processed yet. Oh, but you once do a it good is, daddy. You do a good daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Once it's processed, uh, it's very powerful, and it might help us in our fight against the Goa'ul. Goa'ul, you're right. He's the only one who says Goa'ul without a D. Goa'ul. He has his own, has his own special pronunciation. <laughs> Goa'ul. Well, and, and we learned that SG-11 founded on uh, just a certain planet, and they've been there for a bit, but they've gone missing. Yeah. And normally, is it, wait, am I misremembering? I just watched it today. There was, I was so distracted by the horrifying main plot line that I missed little bits. But <laughs> wasn't it that they normally would just leave SG-11 there? <laughs> but because the product that they were mining was so valuable, they were going to go in for an extract extraction so they could try to get more of it. Yeah, a, well, a little bit. Like, they haven't, like, chimed in in, like, 48 hours. They haven't given any mm-hmm. sort of, like, mission briefing like they shouldn't you know like they regularly report in they've missed it for two days and you know human life whatever whatever we're gonna wait like four more days but there's some really (laughs) some really dope ore on this planet and that is very that's too important to wait we're quite and yeah we're quite interested in this uh yeah less of the the 
the airmen that are out over there. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're talking, and and I think it's Daniel. I'm I can't quite remember. They're like, uh, what about? Is there any indigenous population? Yeah, and for a minute you think, ah, oh, Daniel, what a good guy. But that'll be the the last well, time you do that. Well, he says one more thing that isn't <laughs> trash in this whole episode. Anyways, they're gonna go to the planet and they're gonna try to see what's up with the precious ore and are they and are there they're like we don't think there's indigenous people but then they're at the gate they're gonna kind of check it out or see if there's any like voicemails from sg11 but what happens is they open the gate to that planet and a really badass looking arrow comes gnarly through as fuck gnarly as fuck and i think it gets o'neill's other motherfucking shoulder oh uh, oh yeah you're right Dude, this dude, he's not going to have any appendages by the end of this show. I know. I feel like maybe because he only has two shoulders, nothing else will hit him in that room. No, this this arrow is crazy because it goes through the gate, goes through the bulletproof window of the command center, strikes O'Neill, and yeah, it's just like it's futuristic as shit. And O'Neill's like, it's 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 a flesh wound. Flesh wound. He's super chill about it. He's like, it's fine. <laughs> you, you guys you, you haven't seen anything remember when i was literally hanging by my shoulder wound <laughs> this, this is fine i mean it's obje- that's a that's a that's facts like he's he's yeah. gone through a lot uh yeah. well yeah we cut to him in bed as as the rest of sg1 is preparing to leave yeah uh and i and, and i was like oh no o'neill's not gonna go is is this like an o'neill-less episode all the shit no, but then Carter, it gets to be in charge. And I guess it's her first command. Yeah. Well, O'Neill points that out, you know, of course. Oh, your yeah. first one. Cool. If you can. <laughs> Daddy's in. He's like, all right, look, Carter. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> be we, diplomatic. She be, knows that. Be diplomatic. We, we want to avoid further upsetting the indigenous people. For now. And negotiate a mining treaty. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> if we have to or if we can. Obviously, we've started our relations on the wrong foot. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, there's uh, O'Neill's. I like O'Neill's just there once in a while to be like, say little fun things like that. And I, it's probably the best part of the episode. <laughs> probably because you know it's not the best part of the episode uh, the, uh what the music the music they play whenever something oh spiritually weird is happening oh, in the oh what do you mean though that's the first time oh. i've ever seen that or heard that oh uh, that music is straight up like 1960s two little white boys playing cow- cowboys and indians <laughs> so are the costumes <laughs> So, oh god all right all right well so i I mean i have so much to say about the fact that that these these people are meant to be the descendants of the coast salish like we're on coastal salish land right now i pay rent to the duwamish not enough but i do and i just i i did lots of googling during this episode i love it no make sure i was like i'm from here and i don't think that's right (laughs) But I don't want to say something dumb on my podcast. 
yeah no have we even have, have we even you know for any any listeners who have like are just listening to us and never actually watched any of the shows i mean let's just imdb it i imdb before you even listen you know the yeah. episode is called spirits and the and, yeah. the and the picture is of a native american man and which is a legit i will say it is legitimately of a Native American man. That is Rodney A. Grant. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. He's a yeah. Native American. Legend. Well, I'm saying this because Robert Beltran is not <laughs> Native American, <laughs> nor is was there supposedly Native American consultant who was a fraud, which is why that everything on Voyager is so fucking weird. Um, uh, so no, Rodney, Rodney A. Grant, he was in Dances with Wolves, Ghosts yeah. of Mars. And my favorite title I pulled from his IMDb was Stolen Women Captured Hearts. That one's about Stockholm Syndrome. I gotta watch it. That one's about that's, that on Netflix. <laughs> um <laughs> it's probably on Hallmark Channel. I don't know. <laughs> But it's the early days know. of Hallmark Channel. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, but it's also got Rodney A. Grant, you know? Yeah. Who's, yeah. Uh, and who I am, I, I just want to say possibly the long suffering Rodney A. Grant, because I've been through his IMDP, IMDP page and seen the roles he's been allowed, allowed to play. While he's had a prolific career, he's certainly had a limited one. Yeah, I, I would include uh, season two, episode thirteen of Stargate. As she fun in that, uh, in his character of Tanane. It's, yeah, that, that's on his IMDb. I thought yeah. it's 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 interesting, but so he does his be- he, he does his best, and he, his he best does. is the best. He, he does. I like him. I did like this. I, you know, there are things I didn't like, like how they managed to make his character both mysteriously wise and idiotically childlike yes yes so so we're on the planet yeah, yeah. and they're we're looking for our our gate gang minus o'neill and without a sub just the three of them they're looking for indigenous people and daniel they hear something like a distant faint racist sounding music in the wind yeah and daniel's like creepy because he's <laughs> such an asshole and then i think sam says ghostly and i'm just like oh my god <laughs> and then as they're searching to keep a really low profile teal who should be like a key strategist goes on the biggest hill he can find and shouts and shouts <laughs> out captain carter as loud as he can and waves hey over here captain carter captain points at her and he goes captain carter right there in the trees up here it's me teal captain carter yeah see i got surprised that that was teal i thought it was sg11 because when i yeah. saw it was teal i was like teal you fucking idiot what are you yeah, doing buddy? why would teal do it? but it was consequence free but why would teal do it <laughs> and, what, and what he's pointing at is something she is about to run head yeah, first yeah, into five feet anyway, away from. which is what got me to start Googling. Cause which I want to see is the, say is like the funkiest totem pole I've ever seen. You're also from the PNW Tori. Have you ever seen a totem pole like this? No. Yeah, no, no absolutely I, not. It, it looks like a kindergarten craft project <laughs> and nothing like anything. And I guess it's supposed to be like, oh, because it's like Coast Salish, but 
they've evolved and it's got metal on it? Or is it sort of like, we're just saying it's coastal Salish, but we have, we haven't looked up any images of what that would be. (laughs) And we've never been to anywhere (laughs) where we would, where, where we would find it, it 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 was quite i mean i it felt pretty obvious to me that like they had basically just like you know grabbed like grabbed a proverbial phone book and like put their put their finger down on it and been like oh sailor's tribe okay let's go with right? that one everyone's just tired of hearing about the navajo and the apache everyone knows the sioux let's come up with one uh like people aren't going to know yeah Re- outside of a region right although i mean i suppose i mean m- maybe you know cuz they're relatively close to Canada, I suppose maybe that that Mm. had something to do with it. Mm -hmm. You'd think being in the Vancouver area that they might have gotten a better consultant or (laughs) a better, a better totem or asked any of the native American actors on set. Is this, is this something is good? Is this good? Hey, can you read through the script and tell me if you have any notes? (laughs) But my favorite part about the totem is that there's like it, there's like a tinkle, tinkling little chime, like magic sound Mm. that happens when you see it. Oh, right, 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 right. Mystical, mystical tinkles. Hey, look, (laughs) tinkle, tinkle triggers me. Like, I don't totally know, but I think I've seen better totems at Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. <laughs> and so they immediately touch this totem and start banging on it totally disrespectfully. Like, I'm like, not cool. This looks like to be of spiritual importance. Yeah. yeah. D- Daniel. Well, Daniel lets us know, you know, because he's the one that's like, you know, like, yeah, it looks kind of like the Salish tribe, PNW. Uh, it looks like it's the story of them being taken by the Goa'uld on Earth, but they're saved by Zells, the protection deity. Well, they of say the Zales. So Z- believe- Zales. When Sorry. I Googled it, I did End type in Zales. Like <laughs> <laughs> but I want to say, if you Google Zales Salish and you get... Google either the the Stargate spelling or the jewelry store spelling. Oh my god! Every every single hit is for Stargate because it's not a real thing. The Raven is important, and the Raven is like the creation god and the bringer of light and things like that. But for my very short research, I don't mean to sound like an expert. Very short, very limited, no cited sources. But Zales is. I don't know why they didn't just use the real story of like the real words. Like yeah. I wrote down that's weird some words in indigenous uh, North American indigenous language for Raven. And there's, there's Bayuk, there's Yale and the actual Salish, a Salish word for it. I can't say it right. Cause I can't, I can't do the glottal stop right on the K it's, I can't do it right. I'm sorry, but like, it's not Zales. <laughs> well, may, may, maybe to give them some credit, like the scriptwriters actually had the right thing, but we we all know how well everyone does with glottal stops in the in this series. That's right. And they were like, we did we can't have we can't like we can't, we can't have General Daddy going around going, where's Kaka? No. <laughs> where's Kaka? Have anybody seen Kaka? And everyone's like, what happened? It was probably Grant. He was like, just change the name. 
I, I yeah, probably was. It. He was like, yeah, it's I have fine. one note. Yeah. <laughs> if I can only make one note, it's this. <laughs> you might want to point out, like, yeah, they did find the SG-11 camp, and it looks mm-hmm. like they like left in a hurry. Like there's, there's coffee that's been like burned on the pot. Oh, I know. Left there. I I felt that. I felt that shit. Yeah. Did you? Cause it's cause it was, cause it was Sam was like, ew. No. Yeah. Smell. Yeah. She smelled the burnt coffee. It was gross. Like, I what? could smell it. Just, yeah. I can smell it now. And while they're running and while they're doing all this stuff, you know, yeah, no, we get, we get all sorts of little, just little, little tropes, you know, like, mm-hmm. like a crow in the foreground. Mm-hmm. A wolf hanging around. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I, I was like, these are like the first animals we've seen since the Skeksis camel in the movie. I know. I feel like every, like, how did they get earth animals? Um, so I was wondering that because note that they've only taken humans to other planets so far. So yeah, I did find myself going, where these earth animals come from. Yeah, or just the idea of all these planets having their own flora and fauna. There were the invisible dragon things, and that was pretty That's much true. the only thing we've seen. That's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah. Like, how do we know that that wolves and ravens of being invasive species have maybe <laughs> ruined the ecosystem of this whole planet? I mean, humans certainly would. So, yeah, as they're as they're as they walk away from the totem pole, we get some. We get some singing. Yeah, it it's very giving cowboys and Indians, and it's like not a noise I'm willing to make. But I will say, as someone who's 47 soon, did run around doing as a little kid. Because <laughs> like Gen X, I don't know about probably not millennials, but Gen X still played cowboys and Indians. Yeah, we got the tail end of it. The tail yeah. end of that, yeah. And this is giving, this is really giving it. This Let's just get drunk and talk. Okay, about I'm it. getting drunk. Yeah. I'm getting totally drunk. Hey listeners. Yeah. We gave you, we, yeah, this is the warning shot. From I here started on out, an hour. We are not responsible. <laughs> we're going to be as responsible as we can be. While we're just being trying to cope. Drunk. Yeah. We're trying to cope. We took, we, I started drinking wine an hour before I thought we were going to record. <laughs> Yeah, we don't need trinium. We need copium up in here. Yeah. And I got it in barrel fulls. Um, well, yeah, well, the gang's running around and then they then they just get shot hardcore by some uh blowgun darts. Yeah. And then they wake up captive in a in a hut that looks pretty easy to get out of. Um, and then they play a different game, which is called <laughs> Who Can Say the Most Obvious Thing the Fastest? And then <laughs> ding ding ding, we have a winner with if they're holding us captive, it's a good sign they're holding SG-11 captive too. Tori, for the big prize, all of the money. Which member of the gate gang said this? That was Carter, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, you win. Holy shit. Because she's filling in for O'Neill. So she oh. says all the <laughs> obvious stuff. Well, yeah, he did. <laughs> She is. She's. She is kind of doing her best, O'Neill, in this episode. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's true. In this scene where they're in the hut, was the first time I was like, "Wait a tick." Has Teal always been wearing such revealing shirts? I feel like he usually is wearing a full T-shirt, but his T-shirt is oh, like it's cut. Yeah, I was like, "Is Teal's Teal's usually more dressed, right?" Man, 
uh, well, yeah, they're, they're just kind of like looking at this hut and it was weird. Like Carter goes up to like the wall, which is kind of like a, like an etched pattern. And she's like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is, this is refined trinium. It's waterproof. Like Carter, there's, it's not, there's holes in it. It's a, it's, it's a pattern. Like, what are you talking? It's not watertight. <laughs> weirdo. It's waterproof, not watertight. She didn't say it's watertight. <laughs> Well, and then Daniel chimes in, man, it's really amazing how they've got commandeered all this new technology, but still kept their way of life. Daniel is straight into heart of heart of darkness territory. So Daniel is, is why more not white people need to be in social science. Like he hasn't even, well, first off, he hasn't even seen their sign, their way of life yet. Like. I mean, you, I guess you can kind of see it outside the outside the patterned wall that's waterproof, apparently. Right. He can clearly considers himself an expert in every type of culture that's ever existed on Earth, which is uh, not a thing. That's not possible. You're not just like <laughs> a global expert on that. You have to narrow significantly to be an expert. Well, we'll get a lot more advice from Daniel later on as the episode moves. Yeah, and it's fine. That device, that fine. advice is just fine. It's fine. It's, it's just great fine. advice that is is fine. But before that happens, so they're they're there, yes. and, and they're sort of they're sort of they're they're sort of prisoners, but not really. Like there's a guard at the. But then the guard moves off, and uh, Rodney A. Grant rolls in. Uh, Tanane. He's super chill, and like he's like, "What's up?" He's basically got real surfer vibes. <laughs> 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 he does he does yeah yeah and i i totally dig his vibes but there, there's there, there's there's some cool little like interactions like he asks her names and carter gives her full thing and like military distinction and he's like long name huh and so he calls her he calls her sam for the rest of the episode which is right well so she says sam and so then he decides to call everybody later in the episode by where sam was placed in her long name Oh, <laughs> so that's why he'll end up calling General Daddy George, and he calls uh, O'Neill Jack. Oh, I'll talk about that. That's amazing. Yeah, that's George. Okay. Uh, that, well, and that they also know of Teal's uh, demon in his stomach. Mm-hmm. But he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine, you know. And he, they're like, okay, cool then. It's cool then. Yeah. It's, it's, like yeah. we're not going to trust cool, you bro. with anything else, but that's cool. <laughs> we believe this. You have a literal demon inside of you. Well, and so they ask about SG-11 and Tanani's like, well, they're with the spirits. They're like, dead? Are they dead? Well, yeah, yeah. And Tanani's like, no, no, no. Just for the- you, you know what spirits are, right? And who who comes in? Who chimes in? Fucking Daniel. Daniel. And, 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 and he plays it cool and he's like, yeah, 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 we, we, yeah, we know the spirits, but you know, which, which ones, which, which the ones in the forest, like, has he ever pulled this like subterfuge shit ever? No, and he's so bad at it. And what I felt like he does in this scene is like, they really play up like the writers of the episode really play up like, oh, Native Americans talking like what, like riddles, like white man riddles and weird it'd say stuff and so daniel's response is to be like fucking condescending no no shit (laughs) yeah like he's talking to (laughs) like a a three-year-old who has the mental capacity of like a three-month-old 
Well, uh, well, yeah. So they're, they're like, are we prisoners? And Tanane's like, no, you're, you're, you're free to go. And here you can take your guns or whatever. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, sure. Sure, man. But they're, so they're like packing up and they're like, well, we, yeah, we really want to find our friends SG 11. And he's like, well, they might be with, uh, uh, Zales maybe. Yeah. So you want to go, you want to go there? And, 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 and this point, it's just like the next 30 minutes is just SG one mm. humoring to an inordinate degree. My f- favorite terrible thing as in the thing I hate the most that is the most terrible thing I feel like Daniel says is within what I think is earshot of Tanane is Daniel going guys they might ask you to dance they they might ask you to do something no matter how ridiculous their bullshit is just go with it and he really says no matter how ridiculous and so then they're being asked to talk to a fucking wolf. And instead of just being like, okay, I'm going to do this. Sam's like, this is so stupid. I look like an idiot. No, she's like, it looks so dumb. Like what if the cool kids see me? Yeah. O'Neill impression. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what to say. And then at this, like before they start talking to it, when he's just like, oh, it's okay. We're just going to talk to the spirits. Daniel's like, you're not going to do like a dance or something. <laughs> and Tanane is like, yeah, no, because we were told we didn't have to. Yeah, so we don't. Which, 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 which yeah, I, I, I want to stress. I want to stress that bit because it'll come important later. Is that he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, we used to do ceremonies and rituals to, in essence, talk. But that then at some point they said we just have to 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 say their names or whatever. Tanane has been saying like, we're, we're going to have to ask the spirits. The spirits are, I don't know where your friends are. The spirits are, we'll just go ask the spirits. Suddenly, suddenly SG one has now become a team of criminal psychiatrists. And they're like, Tilka is like, well, Tanane is clearly blaming his actions on the spirits. Yeah. 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 And they're like, exactly. I agree. I concur doctor. Although at this point in the episode, what the fuck did you think was happening, Tori? Because I was like, I don't know what the fuck is happening in this episode, even though I've seen it before. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Like I had a, I had an idea, but it wasn't, it wasn't to fruition. Like I, 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 I all I knew was that SG One didn't know what that fuck was actually going on, and that Tanane was probably speaking quite genuinely, and and mm-hmm. and whatever that, whatever the the twist was, was going to come pretty soon. I mean, they're basically suggesting he's in some kind of like delusional psychotic state, but they're like, sure, we're going to follow him into the woods. We, we they, He gave us our guns back, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, it's weird because like, Car- like, it's just this weird thing where Carter's like, she, she just keeps stressing. Like, we just want to find our friends. We just want to find our friends, which to her like credit, like that. Yeah. Like, like, cause daddy was like telling her, like, we want you to do that but also you know really think about this trinium stuff you know that's not the only priority you know it's not Uh, like even the main priority yeah (laughs) remember this is sg11 oh shit yeah we got 10 better sg (laughs) sg gangs sg11 the the mining corp (laughs) they get sent to mining operations they're, they just get to sent to other planets to start fracking away without even checking to see if anyone else lives there. 
Um, they talk to the wolf, to Kaya. Zales the crow rolls in and Daniel talks to the crow condescendingly. Mm-hmm. We hear some mystic, we hear some more mystical music. Oh, of some, some background chanting, which was giving me white 70s rock that would like borrow from. Oh, okay. You, you, there's like a little genre in there. Like it was a little like seals and crop, but also it would put in like native American drum beats. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Nobody listening does because like, you know, yeah. <laughs> nobody who listens to podcasts is old enough to know what the fuck I'm talking about. That's what I think may be true. No, but I was going to say, I was going to say, oh, I had a little bit because I, when Daniel's talking to the crow, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's, he's like doing it. And I'm like, all right, he seems somewhat genuine, though it's probably because he's cool with rolling with the culture's culture. Right. Okay. I was just like, I thought there was something in the words culture and culture. I was like, <laughs> I've got oh, to no. get it. Let me, let me work that out. You know how yeah, Daniel rolls? You know how he yeah, rolls? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's probably part of their culture. Let's it's just every, roll with it. <laughs> but he, that's why he didn't do well um, with the, when he they were with the Tokra because the Tokra are like a heavy consent culture. <laughs> well, so they follow uh, the crow. It takes him to a little forest clearing, and uh, they, there's this foggy part, and the crow thro- goes through it, and then out come SG eleven. Like yeah. all like fucking 47 of them. This is a big group. I know. Why are there so many of them with no memory of being in captivity no. for the last however many hour days, but with like a hangover? Well, okay, I, okay. I have to ask you this. You might know the yeah. answer to this because Connor uh, of SG-11, he's like, yeah, I don't remember much. My head feels like I just came back from a three-day pass. What the hell does that, is that shore leave? Well, that's like in the Navy, it'd be called short, short leave. So a three-day pass is like um, a three-day pass to not be on call, be off base, like just go get shit-faced and, and you're not going to get, you're not going to get called up suddenly to like go out into the field or. Okay. Okay. Cause there's no, cause there's no real synthahol like on Star Trek. So, <laughs> but they know that, that, you know, people are going to want to get get loose once in a while yeah. so a three-day pass is like your three days of like i don't need to report to fucking anybody no matter what well shit man i know i like that i want to bring it into the lexicon it's like fetch yeah. bring it in yeah there. try to make three-day pass happen i mean, like in the civilian world sarah i had a three-day pass last Oof. weekend it's, oh boy I bet you should have brought your bro. I remember nothing except. <laughs> Always bring your drinking vitamins on your three weekend. day pass. <laughs> three day, day pass. Always bring your bros on a three day pass. Whatever. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, so, so yeah, as they're walking back to the camp, Carter does finally sort of ask Tanane about the trinium, which he calls <laughs> about more of that sweet key. Uh, key yeah, is, is yeah. what Tony calls it. And he's like, well, you gotta, you gotta ask the elders about this. He's like, I don't have permission to negotiate something this important. I will later in the episode, I'll have the authority at the very end of the episode to negotiate something much bigger than this. <laughs> oh. Fundamental to my entire culture. Oh, oh, but, oh. <laughs> but right now, no, I can't even answer this question. 
Well, yeah, well, they they go in and yeah, the elders are immediately like, yeah, you know, your methods suck. Just like yeah. we wait, we we ask for it, and the the gods send it down the river, right. and we use what they give us, and it's enough for us. So that's what we do. Your methods, you know, they we've seen it. Yeah, it's, it's bad. It's loud. Yeah, it's a pretty dis- big noise disruption, yeah, and it sucks. It, it pollutes. It creates a lot of downstream like chemical pollutants release and things that normally wouldn't be there and it's affecting <laughs> the whole ecosystem like even more than the ravens and the the wolves <laughs> these weird animals that are somehow apex predators on this planet because there's no other animals i don't know well, yeah although uh side note on this part hmm. i i like their i li- i like their version of the stargate the circle of standing water Oh, I missed that. They called the circle of standing water. Circle of standing water, not as good as vertical water hole, but you know, it's close second. Well, so Car- Carter's like, well, there's there's other methods. There's other methods we can do it. So maybe we can maybe we can show Tanane back at back at our place. All of our methods will be bad. Probably, probably, but she, <laughs> she wants to convince Tanane that they're not as bad. So she's like, let's, can he go back? And he's like, yeah, I like to travel. Let's go. And he's suddenly got like, so I guess that's when he gets granted authority to negotiate because he's like, what? Cause his surfer vibes are like, dude, whatever. Like, sure. I'll go through that. Yeah. <laughs> Cause they're like, it's not safe. And they're like, mm, these people lived through it. I'll go. And yeah. And, he, and he's like, yeah, they're my friends. They're, it's fine. Yeah. They're not going to, they're not going to do anything. Yeah. It's like, all right. So yeah, so I guess yeah, they roll back, and I was like, all right, O'Neill will be in this episode. That's 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 good. Yeah, yeah. He's got a sling on now. Oh right, right. He's slinged up for this episode, but you know, wait, which shoulder is it? It's, is it the same shoulder? I guess the, no, no, it's definitely it's the right. It's the right is slung. It was and, okay. But it, it was, was the, the left, left shoulder last time. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, yeah, so the, so they're all hanging out. Uh, I love this. Yeah, and as you said previously, Tonane is called General Daddy is now George. Yes, O'Neill's like George. Yeah, but I, my mind went immediately to the meeting that they don't show, where like they meet. He's like, "Great, <laughs> great, I'm Major General George Hammond, like, aka General Daddy, aka Daddy." Okay, George. George. Or he goes like, long name. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay, sir. Okay, George. <laughs> George it is. <laughs> yeah. And so then O'Neill Ray totally raises an eyebrow, gives side eye over that. And so then he introduces himself the same way. I'm Colonel. Yeah, Colonel Jack O'Neill, fifth brigade. He goes, okay, Jack. And nobody thinks, nobody is, everyone's afraid to challenge him and say, actually, can you call me this? I don't know why they're treating him like a child. Yeah, I no, do know why. Uh, I do know why. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know any better. Oh, no, they would have said something, and he would have been like, "All right." Whatever. Yeah. So the next whatever. thing you see, you see like a video of what looks like some like like a a saw going into the side of a mountain. This was the less. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> big bits of the mountain falling off, and. 
Tanani is a pretty tough negotiator, like to the extent that he's like, no, no negotiation. This looks all very bad. And the general daddy has the fucking balls to stand up and say, oh, you haven't seen the images of like where we put it back together and plant some trees. And I'm like, you can't put mountain back together on mountain. Were you going to soup where you get some gorilla glue and like glue the chunks back together? Are you going to go and like sift all of the <laughs> dust and like get some like wood glue and turn it into like, like a pasty rock and slap <laughs> it on the side of the mountain, like mortar and just like leave it there like a bad house flip. Like, yeah. What, 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 what do you think invasive means, Colonel? <laughs> I know. And then he's like, and then he's like, so Tanane says no. And yeah, he leaves like, no. the room. He's like, you can only use our way. You you can. You can have yeah. some, but you can only do it our way. That's Please. Right. Thank you. Which is a pretty good deal. Have as much as you want. You don't have to give us anything for it. You just have to ask for it from the spirits. Yeah. And 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 Hammond assumes that that means they'll get very little. Right. He doesn't even, they don't even try. They don't even go and say, okay, let's go uh, submit our request. Dude, this whole part is so anxiety inducing because it's oh, just like the, the colonists are not fucking happy with this, this thing. It will what? not meet their uh, needs. But because they're colonists, they just go, okay, well that, you know, sucks, sucks. Some days you win, some days you lose. I guess we won't get any of this trillium. Oh yeah. That, that's what they, and then they just walk away <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> They give, they send Tanane home with some very clean blankets. Hang on, Sarah. I'm reeling you back to reality. <laughs> Hang on. <Okay>. Slowly. <laughs> they don't give, they don't give them clean bed linens. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, they, yeah, they're, 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 they're saying all this stupid shit. It's uh, even worse. They give them fitted bottom sheets unfolded. <laughs> Sorry. Not even confident. It's not well, worse. It's well, obviously not worse. So like you say, Tonani leaves. Basically, Daniel's going to like show him around, takes him out of the meeting. And daddy's like, well, I love the smell of repeating the past. So we're going <laughs> to we're going to wait until they migrate because they're they're migrators. Right. We're going to wait for that. And then we'll bomb the shit out of the mining site once they're right. once they're gone. They won't notice. They won't notice anything. And, yeah. It won't, so what they don't know is happening won't hurt them because we're just going to destroy their total ecosystem that they're planning to return to for stuff we don't understand and it'll be fine. Although, and I guess, I don't know. I mean, I guess as she wants credit, you know, Carter's like, I'm not comfortable with that, sir. O'Neill's oh, like, this is dumb. Like before, we before we get even to their protests. Okay. Fucking general daddy. I'm just lost all my respect in one scene. Like, I, I, I don't know if he'll ever be able to build it back up. Well, <laughs> The amount they're going to give us, the amount that is good enough for them, isn't worthwhile for any practical application. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, different from how the Salish use it for funsies, for shits and giggles, <laughs> for craft class, <laughs> for art therapy, whatever he thinks isn't practical. And it was the most fucking offensive thing he's ever said. Yeah, I concur. Yeah, yeah. but you're right. The rank and file of the SGC must have shown up to like fight the Dakota pipeline because they are very like to a person. 
the SG 11 guy in the room, everyone on SG one, they're like, fuck this. This is a shitty fucking plan. O'Neill's like, didn't we learn anything? Like, what are we doing? Like, why would we do this again? Why would we do this? This is horrible. Everybody is like, but in general, daddy's like, well, anybody else else in here, a general. (laughs) All right. You can piss off. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I, I especially liked uh, Connor of SG11's take. He's like, he's basically like, dude, we're, they're gonna share it with us. What yeah. else do you fucking want? Like, <laughs> we're not gonna give. We haven't offered them anything, right? I mean, they, they, they are given. Once we find out who he is, like, I'm just gonna say, the, the, the Earth people, the American Earth people, military, we're given a lot of room to get it right. <laughs> they they were they were well so they all leave the debriefing room and then and then and then we follow connor which was kind of strange i was like oh, okay and he goes into george's office uh he's no longer daddy he's george now for the for the rest of yeah, the podcast yeah, okay. show i don't want to call him daddy anymore so i might call him george forever because george. i don't respect him <laughs> and and connor's and george is like i'm in a meeting and he strikes his wrist together. What did you call it? Ross I called and- it the the Ross and Monica Geller fu that they could do in front of their parents as kids. Okay, <laughs> uh, you know. He strikes his wrists, and uh, George teleports away in a flash. Yeah, and for some reason, like I like their seventies superpowers, but for some reason, I was actually like going to be like, Tori, do you think General Daddy's okay? But I don't care. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, I was, I just thought that they went, that he went into the same place with the spirits as SG-11 did, because it's obvious mm-hmm. at this point that Connor is not Connor. And he goes, he goes back to the rest of the SG-11 gang and they're standing there very aggressively. Uh, yeah. And they're, they're in on this. They're not who they are. Yeah. They suddenly seem very like robotic, very alien in their yes. stance. Yeah. Like it's like, yeah, you dumb ass viewer, you didn't notice before how weird they would be. <laughs> well, I've never seen seen people stand still and look more weird <laughs> while doing it. I don't know how they do it. Cuz yeah, he's he's like he's like we're going to show these people the power of the spirits. And I was like, okay, I this is a twist ish that I didn't see coming at all. So I was like, all right, this got a little bit interesting. Where is this yeah. what what does this mean? You know, there's a whole ass seventies sci-fi shit going on in here now. Well, and so they just start blasting and a everybody. Little bit, <laughs> a little bit of Studio Fifty Four in those offices. <laughs> yeah, they just start blasting everybody. They don't even they don't even ask them first. They don't they don't even say Dakota Pipeline or not Dakota Pipeline. They're just like fuck you, fuck yeah. you, yeah, yeah. fuck you. There's not even like a fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you, fuck you. There's no. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's it's very surgical. They they just they just they're just rolling through, getting doctors and 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 lab assistants and uh, but uh, but one of them is able to sound the alarm, and uh, O'Neill hears it and they and he runs through and so he he sends up his own alarm a code nine which I guess is which must be a foothold extreme. I assume I don't know why he didn't just say foothold situation. <laughs> Because that's what it's been called in other episodes, right? Yeah, they, they, they keep changing it. Um, I just assume that's what Code Nine is. Somehow, like everybody gets zapped away except our 
our four heroes and Tanane, who is with Daniel, and Daniel <laughs> treating him like a little kid that he doesn't want to scare. Doesn't tell, he's like, Daniel, what is this noise? What's, what does it mean? And Daniel's like, oh, 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 like, it's cool. It means you get to, you get to see a part of the base. Yeah, little storage tight. closet. Yeah, and takes him in a storage closet and starts trying to bullshit him. But this is where we store stuff so that when we want stuff, we it's have it so, like this. It's yeah. so fucking. <laughs> and it's just they're like, why don't you fucking tell him? And then like he finally levels with him. And he's like, I'm not going to lie to you, Tanane. Something is going on. And I'm like, this is just exactly how you would speak to a child. In an I'm not going to lie to you. And lie to you, Tanane. This is exactly. And then he kind of does he's like something's wrong and we need to find o'neill and so tonight is like is o'neill in this closet and in this fucking like, storage closet oh and by the way the salish were masters at like storing shit you fucking asshole <laughs> but no why don't you show me how you do it how you do it in this cement like fucking <laughs> box all right well uh, yeah so uh, O'Neill and Carter and Teal running around. They find a dock, and and he's like, and he's being kind of weird. He's like, yeah, Tanane is doing all this stuff. He's everyone, no one else matters. And they're and and even with one arm, O'Neill smells bullshit. Yeah. So they call him out. He tries to he tries to wrist jump, but Teal fucking zat guns him. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's his, his super sus nerd. <laughs> Wait, what? What? What, what was that, that word? Sus super, <laughs> super sus nerd. Oh. <laughs> and and then he gets zapped, and when he gets zapped, he turns into an extremely seventies looking alien. Tilk loves zapping sus nerds. <laughs> <laughs> this guy looks so Twilight Zone. Oh God, yeah, no, this makeup—it's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty narnar. <laughs> like they somehow they both look cool and attractive, but close up pretty upsetting, <laughs> pretty raw. Like it takes a lot of mucus to keep that feeling okay. This is opening and closing. Yeah, yeah, they're just like rippling all the time. It's it's pretty good. Oh, like, it's, it I'm looks here, great, actually. I would love to see the process and all the mechanics behind um, these particular like masks they do look awesome a little unsettling i suppose but but it yeah. does look awesome so yeah so they all meet up daniel and tanani meet up with them and Tanane's like yeah i man can i just go now can i just leave this is i'm out i'm yeah i, I want to go home and he says it like the writers write it like you would write it for a little kid oh yeah of course can i go home now yeah so at this point i'm just like what, 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 what exactly am I, how exactly am I supposed to take this? Like, cause we basically learned like, okay, so these aliens are now, they're the gods of them mm -hmm. and they're trying to like, I don't know how to take this. These flappy face aliens are like protectors to the, to, to these people on the planet and they will go to, and because they heard of a, of a thing, they're going to go to these lengths to stop everyone in the base, teleport them away. Yeah. And, I, and I was like, and I was like, cool, that's based. 
but are they saying this has been the thing for the entirety of a Native American belief? Or no, 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 just on this planet. Right, right. Which made me go because back. Because I'm going to say the the Salish could actually use some protective aliens. <laughs> Flappy and, faced or no? Yep, any kinds. I can't remember like what happened before I wrote this. Like I can't remember which part of the scene it's in, but somebody says something about. Oh, I think he's he's talking to this guy. This guy is saying it's fine to have pretended to be gods or whatever. And Teal comes on with some fierce atheism. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, even previously, like, he was like, fuck that. He's like, fuck you. Fuck this. This is fuck religion. You fucking liar. And also like ghosts and things like that. Like he's yeah. not having any of that. Nope. I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> no, no, but, but yeah, but that took me back to like Tanani's thing where he was like, yeah, we used to have to do these things, but now we just have to ask. So I was like, okay. Yeah. So like, like, and it's the same thing with the Egyptian gods. Like they grafted themselves, the Gua'uld mm -hmm. grafted themselves onto an already structured belief system. They just, they just took it over. And so, yeah, so yeah, the, the, these aliens, they've decided to take it upon themselves for, for what reasons we still don't know, even by the end of the episode, other than, I guess they're just really nice. They've just said they made a choice, although they don't seem very nice, but that's probably just because the writers wanted to make them seem like villains because they're, they're teleporting away the quote unquote, good guys. Right. I don't know. The writers do put in some question as to who the good guys are, but they, they come out with it being the colonizers. Cause like I did do an LOL when like Daniel came in and met and with, a, are, are we there yet? Where, okay. So Sam and Teal and Jack, they've got Zales on well i guess that's why the raven is called zales and even though it's not and no but daniel knew it like it was on earth too but this guy's name is actually zales so that didn't make any sense mm. Mm. so this guy zales it's his actual name i that's a wow that's a problem in the script but like <laughs> um so they've injured him they've got him in the infirmary yeah and then daniel is asked please don't tell me to fuck off and and disappear me. Yeah. Um, please don't listen to me. Listen to me. Um, and he comes out, he gets a group of these, uh, delightfully costume aliens in their silver lame to, um, go in to where Jack and everybody is. And, and Jack holds up a gun. He's like, I'm going to shoot you motherfuckers. And Daniel's like, no, don't. Cause let's just wait. And he's like, how do I know it's you? <laughs> Daniel goes, yeah, because he's like, oh, oh okay. Mark's like, yeah, that makes sense. That's right. Um, like that's all they could come up with. They could have talked about anything. <laughs> I know. Could have, I know. Could do a throwback to the movie. Anything. I was curious. How come, how come aliens always dress alike? <laughs> well, yeah, and uh, at this point, out at this point, yeah, they've they've taken they've teleported away Carter, also Tanane, and then and then also Teal'c a little bit later. And so, yeah. And so, and then at this point, like it's just Daniel and Jack and they're like running through, they get to the gate room. The wolf is there Takaya, who morphs into like a woman with Annie Lennox hair. Oh yeah. She seems pretty in charge. She tells everyone else what to do. Oh yeah. 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 Like Annie Lennox would. Mm. <laughs> There's no way Annie Lennox isn't a boss. So 
but they've also like healed Zales, and so he's rolling, and he's like, just fucking kill them all. Yeah, Let's destroy get, this place. Get the blah, fuck blah, out blah, of blah, here. Blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, you promised. Yeah, and and, and yeah, and Takaya's like, yeah, I did promise. Let's. Yeah, I don't want to be like these dinguses. If if just, we just blow them up, I'll be as bad as they are. I made a promise to this one, so let's just hear them out. And then Daniel proceeds to speak on behalf of all modern Salish tribes on Earth. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's cool. There's no problem there. And so no. what he says is that, um, oh, they're peaceful and into reconciliation to a person. So you should just show them your real form. Trust them. Trust them. They're Trust great. Trust them. Man, nobody's as great as the Salish. I mean, dipshits for sure. I talk to them all like children, but trustworthy motherfuckers, real simpletons, not <laughs> complex, not complex individuals that all kind of are in a group together. <laughs> but but just this monolithic group that I, Daniel Jackson, mm-hmm. can speak for. <laughs> I know them intimately. Well, yeah, there's like two, yeah, there's like two problems. Like one, like they're like, yeah, like you guys are going to, you guys have this whole plan to like come back through. So Jack is like, all right, well, I can't speak for the higher ups. They'll probably like want to still do this. Just shut down your gate. Yeah. God, why the fuck didn't they think of that? That's true. And again, it's the whole like, yeah, let's build everything around this Stargate or close to it anyway. Mm -hmm. And it's also the like, hey, um, we created your problems, but we also solve all the problems. (laughs) Because in the end of this episode, we're also going to somehow come out morally superior to you (laughs) because you've been lying to the Salish, you infantilizing motherfuckers. Don't look at what I'm doing. Look at what you're doing. We're talking about you right now. And so he, they convinced the colonizers. No, wait, somehow the colonizers come out on top morally because they convinced the aliens. They should be honest with the Salish people about their form and then they say well i don't i don't know if that's a good idea because they'll probably start to resent us because we did this thing and you know we have all this technology and that's when daniel's like oh no the sailors are super cool they'll be so cool with it and then tanane who previously wasn't allowed to like answer for shit for people suddenly is like yeah no it's cool um whatever form makes you comfortable yeah yeah whatever makes you happy yeah, it doesn't go talk to the elders who are like the guardians of the of the culture. Although, although in this part, I because they were like, we wanted you to view us in the form that you think is best. Yeah, you know the sheer the sheer uh, Studio Fifty Four fashion, cool. The face, I don't know, just you know, mm-hmm. maybe just work on that a little bit. Like many, like <laughs> many of my dates in the past, I'm good with everything but your nose. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, I wanted Tanani to say something like that, but he was like, he was like, no, whatever you want to do. Can I go, can I go home can now? I go home now? I want to see my mom. So yeah, so they, they go through, they bring everybody else back, fucking like a hundred people that they've like teleported I know, away. I know, Because, oh, and then when they do that, I like it. They do, they throw a little condescension back at the colonizers mm. because they say, they're like, what about our friends? And they're like, your friends are right beside you. And they do the, they do a, a fuck off with their, <laughs> their hands and wrists together. And then everyone appears 
And then everyone's like, well, I feel silly. They were right here. And, and what do we get? What do we get? We get a befuddled George. Yeah. 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 He's just like, just like Ooh. and O'Neill's like, I'll fill you in later. He's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to know. There's no daddy. There's no, I have no daddy anymore. Daddy's, I, daddy's, I daddy's gone. I have no daddy. You're dead to me. Uh, and that's the end of episode yeah. two or episode season three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Season, <laughs> season 13, episode I, two. I, uh, Tori. Yeah. Were you comforted by this episode? Nope. Oh, tell me all about that. Say more. Nope. Say less. Nope. Just nope. Just you don't. Okay. Got it. Check. Not. What about you, Sarah? Were you comforted by? Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes, I was. Here's why. I'm comforted because the colonizers are thwarted and I get to engage in a white liberal's favorite pastime is feeling superior to less woke white people and making everything about white people. And I got to do that the whole episode. Wow. And you know how much we love that. Oh, it's true. Yeah. That, that all, sounds like, that sounds more like, is, that sounds more oh. like you're comforted with this podcast episode. Not necessarily. <laughs> As, you don't know how I was feeling in my, look, I have several voices in my head and they were, enjoying this as a group they were talking they were analyzing what they were doing that's fun that's fun doing that uh, thing yeah. where you're like well I'm, I'm better than the white people who wrote this <laughs> and then it was like you're making it all about white people anyways tori yeah do you have um like a yay a meh and a nay for like, oh my God, I would love to be this character or like, yeah, give her, you know, whatever. Yes or no, blah, 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 give or take. Or, and do you have like a nay, like under no circumstances, do I want to be this like person for whatever reason? Yes, I do. My yay is to Nane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Cause mm-hmm. dude is just like, he's just hanging out. <laughs> he's just like total, like, it's just another day being to Nane, you he's know, he's just catch some waves. <laughs> He's just talk, LM, he, talk to the animals. He's just LMAOing. Like he's just killing it. <laughs> and in the end, he doesn't really lose much or anything. Like he, he, he doesn't lose shit. Apparently, he gained some major authority within his uh tribes. So. Yeah, yeah. Got to travel, which he likes to yeah, do. Yeah. So you don't, Tanani, to, you don't get to travel like that every day. Yeah, Tanani is my yeah. My net is George. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh mm-hmm. one because yeah, he's just a huge dick doesn't really feel <laughs> doesn't really feel much like daddy's character like it doesn't usually like he doesn't even seem conflicted no so i think that's just writer stuff yeah yeah, yeah. Like, i don't want to do the evil either yeah find me a solution where i don't have to do the evil yeah and and also and well and also uh he's my name because in the end he doesn't get anything that he wants like he has to make the call to be like yeah, uh, tr- yeah, uh, everyone higher ups. Uh, yeah, the gate shut down. Mm-hmm. Can't yeah, do I it. failed to keep the I failed to keep the base secure. I failed to have my subordinates do what the fuck I told them to do. It's just one fuck up after. But yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's the kind of stuff that gets you retired, to be honest. Yeah, and my met is uh, uh, trinium. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't impressed. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's not even that shiny. I got to, yeah, I got to, I just got to see more stuff other than that. I mean, the arrow was awesome, but I, I you know, I got to know if you can use it shit. to get like a piercing without having an allergic reaction. <laughs> I got to find out a lot more. <laughs> Would it work well as a kitchen faucet? That's what I want to know. Yeah. And that's uh, important. All right. What about you, Sarah? What's your yet, net, and meh? So you're going to love this because we're two for three matching. Yeah, my yay is Tanane because he's cool as hell. Mm-hmm. My nay is General Dad- Daddy, heretofore known as George, because he's a huge douche. <laughs> my may is any one of the aliens. And the reason they're not a gay is, or a nay is the powers versus the noses sort of balance out. <laughs> powers are actually probably a little cooler than the noses are not great. <laughs> so they're kind of my meh. I'm like, well, you know, it's got its ups and downs. Yeah, they can do a lot of shit, but they they can't moisturize or or they, they, they have no right. access to neosporin of any kind. Do you want to know what's coming up for next week? What do we got? What do we got for episode 14? What do we got? We're so close. We've got touchstone. Hmm. Um, here we go. A climate control device is stolen from a planet and SG one is accused of the theft for good reasons. I mean, they're not SG 11, but okay. <laughs> they have to find it and restore it before the planet freezes. Then weather on Earth starts to unexpectedly change, and the team believe that the device has been stolen by rogue NID agents. What is like National Institute of Defense? I don't know. Is that a real organization? I don't think it is. I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't I have no idea. Well, they find it in time. And how did the NID travel off world? Hey, motherfuckers, remember that other gate? I added that last part. You can spoil, d- d- spoil this for me. Do they go into any sort of like the like the precursor nine late nineties era climate change shit in this episode. I, if you remember, I, I don't know. Okay. Okay. I well. got to tell you, I literally forgot that we've been talking about climate change for that long until recently. Well, it had a different flavor back then. It Something did. called global warming. I don't know. It was know more what that like, is. Oh my God, stop using your hairspray. You're making a hole <laughs> in the ozone above Australia. <laughs> That was it. We just had to get rid of the hole. <laughs> yep. That yep. was the main, that was the major thing to work on. was the hairspray. I think, didn't we get rid of the hole? We did actually. We I guess that works. With, we covered it up with, with whatever material, emissions, the, CO2 emissions. whatever material the vagina face people were wearing in this episode. Yeah, we covered it up yeah. with a big swatch of that. I thought we covered it up with CO2 emissions, just a thick layer. <laughs> Of CO2 emissions. I mean, we st- we just started using a different propellant for aerosols. That's true. It's so maybe some different coolant and refrigerant. I don't know. Boring. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, come try it. Come try. Oh shit, come try it. You guys, you guys. Does your face get oily? And you know that you have a packet of credit card size oil absorbing sheets, but they're so bulky and they're always at home because they're not portable. Well, the clean and clear ones are specifically labeled portable. So your worries are over. Now you 
Well, rest assured that you can carry this in your travel bag, your suitcase, jacket pocket, back pocket for fuck's sake. Yeah, even your dumb, like you could even shove a couple of these wrinkled up in your dumb, like lady jeans pocket in the front. You're well taken care of on your whatever travels you're, you're taking. You can do, what do they do again? Absorb oil off your off your greasy, shiny face. Oil absorption? Don't worry about it. Are you doing a Zoom with your with your friends to do a podcast and you can't stand to look at the glare off your own face? Don't worry. You can bring your clean and clear absorb, oil absorbing sheets from your bathroom to your desk because they're fucking portable. Yeah. Super good. Come try it. Come try Kaya. All right. That was I, think, great. I feel like why wouldn't anyone advertise with us besides the fact that we're not trying to get anyone to. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this podcast great? Cause you don't have to listen to like a real commercial. Yeah. We got a little card for what's this card from this card. Okay. We're going to play get to know your host. This is from the Talking Point Cards Couples Edition, um, Conversation with Purpose. These are like for couples therapy. Perfect. So, okay. okay. Tori. Yeah. <laughs> what are three places in the world you'd want us to visit together? Oh, 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 you and me? Yeah. All right. Uh, one, New Orleans. Ah, Just because New Orleans is there. cool. That sounds good. Two. <laughs> Mount Rushmore. <laughs> what? Fuck you. <laughs> Very thematically funny, though. And three, probably Egypt. Cairo. I mean, nice. thematically nice. consistent, nice. right? Yeah, that's pretty cool. I... I already thought of mine. I want to change my answers, but I don't think that'd be fair. So I'm going to say my top three are like, I would go to like Disney, like a Disney mm, with you. Mm, mm. Um, Vegas. That would be fun. Oh. And of course, Redmond, Oregon. Oh yeah. 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 Very, very good friend lives. Vegas. Vegas would be, I'm a great craps player. We. I feel we, like I thought really small. We'd You're kill like it. Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> South North South Dakota, and you said Mount Mount Rushmore, which was really funny because I was like, "Why the fuck would I want to go?" Then I remembered the episode we just watched. <laughs> I would like us to travel to protest some injustice being done. Okay, well, I, I think there's people. some being done in South Dakota. Yep. Uh, um. Oh, and here's some. Here's one. Everybody, just so you know, the Duwamish tribe is not federally recognized and does not receive the rec- the benefits that that accompany recognition which mm. are pretty vast so um worth noting if you live in the Seattle area you live on Duwamish land then you can go to a website you can you can just google pay rent to the Duwamish and you can pay rent for the land that you shouldn't be on if you shouldn't be there and uh you know what? If you can't find something like that for your local coastal Salish people, then you could just send rent to the Duwamish because they're not recognized, and that makes that makes a big difference. All right. Well, uh, 
Well, yeah, well, thank, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, check out our website, uh, theseventhsymbol.com. Go ahead and g- Gmail us at verticalwateringhole at gmail.com. Yeah, and uh, yeah, obviously, yeah, this podcast is uh, pretty much at any podcatcher of your choice, Spotify, Apple, Google Play, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, keep on listening. Maybe subscribe. Give uh, give five stars, ideally, at Apple Podcasts or wherever. Hey, and... Uh... You know, yeah, even if you don't give us five stars, and if you do like us, man, you should be set. You should send us, you should send us some money because we haven't gotten our shit together. You could send us money if you felt like it. Oh, uh, just say it's for the podcast at Sarah McCoy one. I just, I have a balance of $14. Hey, sweet. I know, I don't know why. <laughs> I'm like, but why? Fourteen dollars and one cent. That was that was time travel, past time traveled from a listener. <laughs> I know. I just like With I don't a flappy face. Understand? Yeah, I don't know where that money came from, but I'll probably give it to somebody on TikTok who says they need money. There we go. Um, all right. Well, yeah. Until next time, folks. See ya. See you next time at the vertical watering hole. At the circle of standing water. At the Circle of Standing Water. Do we have a new sign-off, right? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, Holy Hannah. Holy Hannah. All right. Thank you. God, you have a good memory. Until next time. Holy Hannah. Ooh.